And welcome to episode 32 of the Galactic Dads Podcast. Our head is still spinning right round from missing San Diego Comic Con 2020. But if you were like us, you got to check it out at home on all of the virtual panels. We'll discuss those this week. We're also going to discuss uh, some pretty cool dad jokes, a couple beers of the week, and some dad advice. And uh, we'll make up for the AMA that we don't get to pull this week on next episode. So stick around, and we'll get started. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Galactic Dads Podcast. We are your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. That can include bits of dad advice for that dad life, comics, video games, movies, TV shows, and whatever else strikes us as worthy to talk about. So join us on episode 32. And I am back. Today is uh, a little hollow, a little echo in the room, but that's okay. Uh, There's a fearsome twosome going on that will be me b as always and jedi john is to my right how you doing buddy very good how's it going it is going quite well quite well feels a little empty at the table but we've been here before haven't we we have let's see who are we missing today we are missing uh matt the co-host with well the past two episodes like nothing not showing up the most Uh, but uh, Matt is gone today, so is intern Justin, can't quite make it today, and last but not least, Laser Eric is out as well, everybody with dad responsibilities and or jobs, and you know how that goes, so we will certainly miss them, uh, but it's still us, and we're still good to go, because we've got plenty to talk about from San Diego Comic Con, and also um, other news, but first off, I want to address the elephant in the room. And that is this episode, if you are a Patreon supporter, uh, was supposed to be an AMA. However, because we are down so many people in the group and your questions were so fantastic, we want to save them till we have more cast members on the show. So we'll definitely be using all of your questions. Thank you for submitting them. And uh, just sit tight. We'll hit you up next episode, hopefully. Yeah, I'm going to miss that. I was really looking forward to them. There are some really good questions. Yeah. Just real quick, it's not a competition, but Katie won. Katie won on the questions. They're they're pretty good. And intern Justin's mad because he has no idea what they are, which makes it even better. I really just can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be a great time. I'm excited for him. Uh, But anyway, real quick, uh, speaking of Patreon supporters, our patreon.com slash galactic dads is where you can go to support the show if you are so inclined um the patron supporters get to enjoy lots of awesome stuff including cool galactic dad swag uh, including stickers t-shirts hoodies uh, and behind the scenes access to the show you also get uh, exclusive patreon only episodes of the show those are normally the after dark episodes which are completely unedited and rowdy and uh typically really funny like i know it's probably not cool for me to say that because i'm on the show no, they're funny. But those are probably episodes we're the most proud of. 
If you would like to go and pledge, patreon.com slash galacticdads. Uh, the first level is $3 to support. You instantly get a sticker, and it only moves up from there. You could even be on the show uh, for an episode. So check that out. Tell all your friends about it. Otherwise, wherever you are listening to the podcast, we do thank you for it, uh, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, uh, any platform you're listening on, we're on essentially all of them, uh, hit that like button, share it, tell your friends, and if you really love us, leave a review. We can't thank you enough for those. So please do that. Uh, share us on social media. If you'd like to find us on social media, we'll start with John. Where can they find you? Yeah, on Twitter, you can find me at JediJohn4, and then you can always join me on Xbox Live, Arms for Legs. That's spelled interestingly enough. I will tell you there are two fives and a four. So if you can figure out where that is, you're on fire. Special hint, fives equal S, and the four is in the middle. So you'd be all right with that. You can also find me on any of the uh, social medias. Uh, Twitter is at Galactic Dads. Instagram is at Galactic Dads. And the Facebook page is, guess what? At Galactic Dads. So hit those up. Uh, you can also find other members of the show. You can find Matt at MJAlbers5 on Twitter. You can find uh, intern Justin. He is at Willakill187 and also on Twitter. And you can find Laser Eric at, uh, what is his? Laser Eric 83. Is that right? Is there an underscore in there? Maybe. Maybe. But you can find him on like everything. He's on Twitch. He's on Instagram. He's on Twitter. He's on, uh, what else is he on? Dude, it, his Xbox handle, they're all the same. So check that out. You can chat with him. But otherwise, thanks for listening. And let's talk about the other very important app that we're on. John, what app is that? Yeah, so that's the Untapped app. You can always find us there at Galactic Dads. Follow us along on our beer journey. Uh, we are just chugging right along. It's a fantastic journey. It is. It is. It's a very delicious journey. Well, most of the time. Um, but yeah, just uh, we try new beers every show, or at least try to. Today I have a repeater. I didn't think it was a repeater. I should have checked. but It was close. You yeah. almost got the non-repeater. I know. Uh, so I went three, three blind mice uh, from Mother's Brewing, uh, the brown ale. 5.5 alcohol by volume. Very, very good brown ale. I love my ales, stouts, and porters, so right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I can uh, vouch for that one. I had that beer a couple episodes ago, and it is delightful. I myself am still going strong in dry July. This is my last episode that we're recording where I will be enduring this, uh, but it's okay. Today I'm drinking a Mountain Dew. Uh, you know, it's just brominated vegetable oil with a lot of, a lot of fake sugar added and it's not bad. It's a classic. I mean, you're doing a great job. You're like, very proud of you, Brandon. I'm actually really impressed. Ask me how much weight I've lost, by the way. How, mu- how much weight? Six pounds. Oh. I lost six pounds from not drinking booze. I bet if you cut out the soda, too, it'd be really... Yeah, I might hit 10. I might mm. tip the scales at 10. Impressive, though. Also, my wife didn't think I could do it, which is the best part. I was like, man, I, like, I can go 30 days without a beer. And that's called reverse psychology. Well done, Lee. Yeah, she's she mind Jedi tricked me. Yeah, you gotta learn those. These are not the beers you're looking for. Damn it, she's good. But yep, like John said, you can check out every beer that we've had on the Untapped app and suggest your own beers for us. Uh, I'm going to be looking for a lot of beers. 
uh, come August 1st, which is this coming Saturday. So please suggest some stuff. I'm looking to try it out. Otherwise, Let's move right into dad that's, segment. Yeah. You want to do that dad segment? Dad vice. Here we come. Dad vice is strong. Uh, let me just real quick. This dad vice is straight up me this week because I was driving in my car and my daughter was talking to me. And she kept saying one word over and 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 over. And I honestly, like for the briefest of moments, like I would never do it, but I was like, what would happen if I just jerked the wheel into this wall? Like, would it stop? And that was like, no, of course not. I was really wondering what prompted this dad vice segment because when I read it, I'm like, oh boy, some some situation happened. Okay, so my daughter's three now. She's absolutely adorable. She's really cute, but she's also, oh, man, just attention, attention, nonstop. You know what she did to me yesterday? We were just playing. Like, she was like, Dad, I want to ride your back. And so, like, I'm out of shape, whatever. And so she rides my back for a little bit. I'm having a small heart attack on the couch. I'm like, okay, Dad, I'll play with you in a minute. And I'm, like, breathing heavy and shit. And she is like, Daddy, are you on the couch? You're not playing with me anymore? And I felt like there's this piece of trash. Like I was neglecting my daughter because I was managing my chest pain and just trying to catch my breath. I was like, ah, crap. Ah, crap. So I got back up. So essentially she might be helping me like move more, which is probably healthy. Um, But she wants all the attention, man. It's awful. So the word in the car was? Dad. Oh, just dad. Dad. You don't understand. Dad. 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 Best part? Hey, Dad. What? Dad. Daddy. Dad. Yeah, hon, what do you need? Dad. Daddy. Dad. Capped it off right before I snapped with, Dad, look at my face. I'm doing 70. I'm not going to turn all the way around and look at your face. Because the mirror's not good enough for her. She can't tell I'm looking at her if I look in the mirror. So, Dad, look at, look at my face when I talk to you. Like, that's it. I'm pulling over. I'm going to unbuckle your car seat, just sit on the side, and just take off. Oh, my gosh. I'll come back. But, my God, man. I was, this is like this is psychological warfare. How do you not snap in those moments? You, you just, just oh. grit your teeth and just keep going? What? 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 What do you need? What do you, what do you want? I'm, I don't know any parent that's listening to this show that doesn't go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I, should, I just have to go home and start drinking. Uh, but nope, can't do that. Got to prove your wife wrong. wrong can't, you know? can't do that. Well, I got proved to myself, if I'm being honest. Well, that's fair. Real quick, let's talk about that. I'm not sure how long it's been since I've gone a month without drinking. I'm in my 30s now. I think the last time I pulled that off was in high school. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people could probably say that, though. Because you get to the weekend and you're like, popping yeah. this. Popping this Budweiser right there, yep. doing it. And you, like, accidentally drink eight more. Uh, we don't talk about the extra eight. <laughs> Those are we, freebies. Yeah. What did you drink this this weekend? A lot. All of it. These are all acceptable answers. Yeah. Why is the recycling full? It was empty yesterday. I don't I don't know what to say. There is, there is nothing more hilarious to me than when I have to empty the podcast studio trash can. And it's always at like 10, 30, 11 at night when my neighborhood's dead quiet. Yeah, and it's the loudest thing ever. And it's so loud. It sounds like I'm emptying a bar's dumpster. Like, it's just all bottles. Just, and my wife just opens the blinds and looks at me. Like, I can see them move. 
and I can feel the judgment. <laughs> She's like, Jesus Christ. It's fun, though. We have a good time. And I look forward to, to jumping back in on those. But otherwise, if the alcohol doesn't help you drown out the, the dad, 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 like he's, I have found that just instantly attacking her with tickles or like, I'm like, what? And then like, you know, do like the, the tickling and like playing with her, like she'll laugh and that really breaks all the tension. I'm like, okay, this, this is cool again. But I, I wholeheartedly believe if you want to break a country, you put up speakers on their shores and just blare in annoying stuff over and over. They'll give. It's just the whole country. They'll Whether give. they're dead or not, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just true. Like, yeah. Just Everyone. end this. Please it's end universal. This. Every single person will be like, oh, my God. If you really want to do it, go straight to the retail district, put up speakers, and just have some pissed off woman say, I want to speak to your manager over and over. Or right now. Doors will close. <laughs> They'll shut businesses down faster than COVID restrictions. Oh, gosh. Well, Which, uh, I know. It's, we, we'll skip right past that. Because, yeah, that's a good call. Because, or we could just naturally transition that right into the movies. Yeah, since we can't go to them right now. Because I can't, can't go to those. But there was some news over the weekend. Uh, it came out of SDCC. And that was your favorite movies that you've been forever waiting on, such as Wonder Woman 84. Uh, the James Bond, my God, I forgot that was supposed to come out in like March, April. Yeah. Uh, that's all the way down till what are we looking at, November on that one? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. We got the new slate for, well, it wasn't SDCC, but we did get the new slate for Marvel movies. I'll run over that real quick after we, I just wanted to ask you, what do you think of Superman's look, man? The black suit? Yeah, the black suit. I mean, he's dressed to party. Tuxedo. I think it's good. I think it's good, too. All right, just let's just talk about that right now. So Zack Snyder released the still of the one and only Henry Cavill, who, which we're a big fan of him on this show, especially since we shared the, the video of his that went insane on the internet of him building his PC. Yeah. Uh, doing it in a tank top and just looking broed out and swole. Yeah, he's still working out. Yeah, he's definitely working out. Have you seen The Witcher? <laughs> he's in great shape still. So anyway, he's still my Superman, by the way, of choice. Oh, of choice? Of choice. If I can't get Christopher Reeves. Yes, I would agree. He's got the look. Then I'm going to take it. He's got the right look. Yeah, I'm going to take it. Kind of the same way I would still take Batflick. Again, if I had the option, I'd probably go, okay, let me see one more movie to see what he can do. See, surprisingly, one of, I, he's not my favorite, but I, I really like Kilmer. You I, do like Kilmer. I enjoyed Kilmer in that, in that role. I can't see him doing it now, but back then... Really squeeze into that suit now. I'm not sure. Big it. enough. So, Nicole Kidman could still play Chase Verdian. I believe that she's still good. Good on Keith Urban for that. Uh, but no, I'm very excited for the Snyder Cut. Um, I, I don't know what to say about that. Did I? I, I? I really just hope that they. I. They're still in between whether or not they're going to make it a movie or a series, and I really hope they just do a movie because uh, I'll sit down for however many hours it is. I don't care. I'll watch it. I'll spend that weekend. I'll do that on Saturday night when everyone goes to bed. I'm like, you're going to wake up because the surround sound's coming on. Yeah. I actually uh, was just listening today to our friends over at the Little Bit of Nerd podcast. We're talking kind of about the Snyder Cut and all the stuff that goes on with it, uh, which, by the way, big shout out, uh, Jalen and, uh, oh, my God, Bilky. Bilky. I almost blanked on Bilky's name. I was going to feel so guilty. But they were, they were talking about the Snyder Cut. 
Don't. Don't. Just don't. He'll get angry. <laughs> I love Bilky. I love Jalen. You know, we all do. But Bilky will rage. Bilky will rage. You know what, though? He'll anime rage, and I'm not that afraid of it. He'll spend the first 20 minutes of the battle just, just running. powering up and running around with his arms behind his back. It's crazy shit. So anyway, um, they were talking about the Snyder Cut. And apparently, like, you know, Superman's going to be in black. It's going to show us dark side. It will cure COVID. Uh, it'll go ahead and pay off everyone's student loans and um, all these other outrageous things that just won't happen. But I'm still excited for it. I'm excited. This is why I'm really excited for it. I want this movie to spark whatever the next Flash movie is and just really push forward the Flashpoint because I'm pretty sure that's where they're going with the Flash film. And let them just use that as their branch into the multiverse. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So that way we can have all of the the current Aquaman films, or films so far, the Wonder Woman movies, and we can still have 1989's Batman. Yep. We can still have Val Kilmer as Batman. We can laugh about George Clooney as as Batman, uh, but we can still keep... You know, the classic Christopher Reeve Supermans. Like, we can have all of that and still get new stories that aren't necessarily tied to the extended universe. And when DC does that, when they make a movie that is independent of the other films, a la The Joker, they do great. So yeah. uh, that's what I want the Snyder Cut to do. I want to bridge the gap to Flashpoint and let Flashpoint do a good job. It's fair. Because then we get everything we want. Even though we never knew we wanted it because everybody was so focused on Marvel and what they were doing and how successful they were that nobody really thought maybe DC should do this independent films in an overall universe, kind of like the comic books do. And comic books do well. They do. They really do. Which we will, by the way, DC is straight up slaying it on a specific issue that I will talk about later. It's probably one of my favorite single issue comic books that I've read this year. Wow. But we'll talk about that a little later in the show. I promise we will because it's on the agenda, and I'm like line by lining it. I do want to talk about another. Um, this is not from SCCC, but it's a rumor um, in the Star Wars world for the, the uh, JJ cut of The Last Jedi. Does such a thing exist? I don't know. I'd be more interested and if I, interested it, to it, see like Rian Johnson's completely unedited Last Jedi cut. Oh, I see. What I would want to see is Ryan Johnson's um, Rise of Skywalker. Ooh, that's what I would want to see because okay, maybe he saves himself. Oh, redeems it. Yeah, or gets or, to finish or telling a story. Gets to tell his story or whatever. His Which plan might was. have been excellent. Could have been excellent. Yeah, who knows? Um, but either way, I don't. I personally would not want a JJ cut of the Last Jedi. Um, it'd be more Star Wars, so that would be cool. But then you get into the situation of which one is actually canon and which one's legend. And then there's fans arguing about more stuff, even though we already argue about enough. So There's enough to argue about. Yeah, so I, I, I hope it's not true, and I hope I never have to see it because I don't know. Uh, the, it would be, it'd mess it up. It would just mess it up. It would turn it into legends all over again. This is making me think of one of our great uh, questions that the Patreon supporters submitted for our AMA. It's such an awesome question. So everything I want to talk about right now, I'm just going to let ride till the AMA because it's so oh good. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. You're going to do that to the listeners right now, huh? I am. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You better it, listen next week then. You better. Don't worry. You'll tune in. You'll be like, oh, 
This was so worth it. All right, so let's flip the script over to the Marvel side. Last week, not necessarily, it came out before um, Comic-Con news came out. Yes. But we did get the list of movie backups um, as far as getting postponed longer. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? So Matt's going to be really excited about this one, the multiverse from Doctor Strange. The, um, multiverse multiverse of madness. madness. Sorry. Got pushed back to 2022, spring. Damn. March 25th. So, and it, it all goes off of Black Widow, obviously. So she got yeah. moved back. It's she, uh, either October 28th or November 6th. So they're just waiting, I guess. Ugh. And then uh, WandaVision is set to come out in December. The Eternals, super pumped about that movie. I think it's going to be great. It's 2021. That's coming out before Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. That, Everything I'm about to list is before Doctor Strange. Wow. That's a, I, I gave you the last movie on the list is okay. Multiverse of Madness, yeah. Okay. Uh, WandaVision December. Uh, Loki, the TV show, is spring 2021 because they didn't finish shooting that already before COVID, so they're, they're stuck. Uh, Shang-Chi uh, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So excited for is, that, by the way. Yeah, May 7th, 2021. Uh, the What If series on Disney Plus is going to be summer 2021. Also super excited, Very excited about, about that. that. That'd be awesome. Um, Hawkeye series, fall 2021. I'm glad they're still pushing forward with that. Yeah. I thought that was in hiatus for a while. And they're kind of up in the air. I'm yeah. glad it's still on the slate. Uh, um, Jimmy Renner, definitely. I mean, I, I love seeing him more. Like, I think he's a great actor. So, and I enjoy him in all of his um, action flicks that he's in. So, I even like him in those Jeep commercials where he's singing with his band. Yeah. I was like, look at you out here doing something new. Okay. Okay. Uh, Spider Man 3, untitled, technically, but um, that's December of 2021. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder is February of 2022, and then Dr. Strange is March of 2022. Awesome. Also in that list, even though it's not a Marvel movie, uh, pushback this year is Wonder Woman 1984. Its new date is tentatively, as everything on these schedules has to be now, uh, August 2nd, which, damn it. All right. All right. I'll wait. I'm still, that might be, that's definitely like an in-theater movie if possible. Yeah. If they end up doing the on-demand release, yes, I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to pray they'll still put this in theater so I can go get that experience. Yeah, absolutely. Who, I mean, I, who doesn't want the experience in the theater? I mean, all these movies, we all miss them. All these movies deserve to be in the theater. And that's why they're getting pushed back so far. Um, so. Speaking of that, we do have a couple other movies we want to hit up for you guys to give you their dates. Um, first up, Mulan. Unspecified. We have no idea. <laughs> no idea when that's coming out. So it was pulled from theaters right before it was due to be released, and we are currently still without a date on it, which is a shame because that movie, the more I watch the trailer for that, the more excited I get. Yeah. That live-action remake of Mulan just looks badass. A lot of the live actions have done a really good job so far, so I'm very, very excited for Mulan. Um, speaking of live action remakes from Disney, how do you feel about Lady and the Tramp? That one, I was missed, bored. Yeah, I was missed, bored. Missed the missed it for me. Um, and I watched Lady and the Tramp, the animated one, a lot as a kid because my older sister was just obsessed with it. Like, would burn out the VHS tapes. We probably had three copies. Wow. Through. Yeah, she watched it so much. Um, but what about Lady and the Tramp Two: Scamp's Adventure? I think I watched it one time. Okay. Yeah. I'm almost upset. I just know that one right off yeah, the bat. Yeah, I would not have been able to name Scamp's Adventure. <laughs> I knew there was a two, though. 
another movie that was pushed back that is huge and uh, definitely needs to be seen in theaters because it is a Christopher Nolan film is Tenet. Uh, this movie, I feel like, is constantly being juggled uh, and because it, again, has to be. Christopher Nolan's a big proponent of people seeing his films in theater. That's how he makes them for the large screen formats. And I'm going to be 100% here. I need to see this movie in theaters. It's, it's a time-twisting thriller. Uh, it's kind of like the, you know, the big hope, I feel, of movie theaters trying to reopen. Like, they want this movie... Uh, just because of the scope of it. And they want the Marvel movies back in the theater to bring people back. Yeah, absolutely. Like, imagine not seeing Avengers in theater. Though, if I saw Endgame at my house first. Yeah, no way. Wouldn't have been the same. Endgame was a cultural experience. That was like, that's a once in a generation movie. Well, it's the same thing as some of the other movies. Like, you're sitting in that theater with other people around you that care about it. If you're, especially if you go like opening weekend. Everyone in the movie movie theater is invested in the characters and everything else. And then when something big happens on screen, you actually get a reaction from the whole crowd. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome. And it's not just you in your living room saying, I can't believe that just happened. It's everybody. And it just gives you, I, it's giving me goosebumps right now just it thinking I, about it. I remember being there and being caught up in the moment. My God, when all, all I'll say is I love you 3,000. And we'll move on. Yep. Because... We got to move on. Okay. There's too much more news. Okay, so the new mutants. Uh, we have this first bit of news, and then we're gonna go ahead and let John tell you about another piece of fun news that actually came out of what was it Saturday or Friday at uh, Comic Con at home. Well, well, the new mutants news. Was oh, Friday or Saturday? It was, I think Friday. Right. He did that. All right. So the new uh, new date for that movie that everyone's been waiting for. for ever to come out for not just because of covid related stuff but with 20th century fox and their sale to disney the all-powerful house of mouse hail the mouse um they put this horse spin on the classic x franchise and it's kind of looking badass like the more i see of this movie the more i like it uh, but because of the buyout they pushed it back and then we were kind of limbo when the hell were we going to get it and then it was supposed to come out Last year, then this year, then originally set for August 14th. And the new news currently for the New Mutants is that we might see it on August 28th. So we might be a month away from getting to finally see the New Mutants on the screen. Whether it be in your house or should we be so lucky in theaters. I cannot remember her name off the top of my head right now. and That pains me as a uh, Game of Thrones fan. But, oh, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Thank you. Um, I, I was going to get there. But very, very excited to see her. And it's just crazy because she filmed it, what, th- two and a half years ago Long now? time ago. So yeah. it's kind of crazy to think about that. That movie was filmed when Stranger Things Season 1 was at the height of its popularity. Uh, and the, uh, the older brother is in this movie, and he's still young in that. You see him now, and he's got, like, three kids and a beer gut. Uh, so it's been a long time since this movie's been filmed, but we're still looking forward to it. Uh, just to wrap up the movie news real quick, Bill and Ted Face the Music, surprisingly, this uh, long-awaited sequel uh, has been pushed up a little bit yeah. to a September 1st release. Yeah, and they're doing, um, I think they're doing in-theater and on-demand, right, release for that? Right, concurrently. Yep. Most of these movies that we're talking about are going to see that. They're going to have to if they want to get released yeah. because there's just not enough theaters available. 
Correct. To, to make the money they need to. Well, I mean, Trolls World Tour did it and was very successful with it. Yeah. Successful enough that it pissed off the movie theater industry uh, pretty well, which was entertaining. But, I mean, you got to adapt. You know, it's the times we're living in. Uh, and lastly, though, on that list, though, is The King's Man, uh, which is the prequel to The King's Men films. Uh, this one stars Ralph Fiennes as he suits up in a World War One era prequel. So that will be September 18th. And that, my friends, is going to do it for us for the movie news this week. And real fast, because everybody loves movies, and we did such a banging job there. Just was, yeah, good round of Everyone. Very, very excited to be back at the movies. I cannot wait. I can't wait to get my overpriced popcorn. It's going to be fantastic. I'm still going to get them. I'm going to get those and those like little sweet tart tangy candy chew things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love those things. And maybe a cherry icy just because. <laughs> just because you just can. Just because. So you want to run over to um, TV shows? Yeah, let's run those TV shows, big boy. Pretty excited about those. Let me see it. I'll start off with something that I know Eric, I believe, is going to just love. Okay. okay. Star Trek came out with a few announcements yes, at CCC. And I, I would feel bad that I didn't cover any for Eric. So You must. I'm just going to cover one. Uh, even though Discovery and Picard are both coming coming out. Um, I'm excited, personally, for Lower Decks, which is the animated. That actually sounds really exciting. And it looks it looked pretty good. I was pretty excited about it. So I'm sure Eric's very excited about it, too, and I can't wait to see some um, Star Trek goodness because CBS is going to try to rock it. So. I hope so. I like them uh, taking the approach of, yes, we have this franchise. Let's explore kind of different genres yeah. with that franchise. I think that's so smart. Yeah. And desperately needed, honestly, for a Star Trek franchise, which is really thought of amongst nerds and geek culture as being like the more boring, geeky nerd culture. I mean, people really take the time to speak clean on to each other and can understand each other. Like, that's how into it. They need some, like, lighthearted, funny stuff. They do. They definitely do. Still have love for you, Star Trekkies. Love you guys. Yep. Love you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I had to cover some Star Trek news there. Um, but what were some of the other trailers that you saw for TV that you just can't wait for? There's a couple on my list, but I, I kind of want to hear yours too. You already know my number one favorite. Hellstrom? No, but that looks so good. Yeah, you're going to say Rick and Morty though. You know it. You know I'm so excited for Rick and Morty That trailer five. had me rolling already. <laughs> it had me uh, Justin rolling. That's what <laughs> it had it me doing. That's right. There's your next dad joke oh, for that one. No applause. They'll hold it. Hold man. it. Uh, but yeah, you had so many references in that first. Like it was a two minute clip. That's so, what it was. It was just one scene. It's so it's like raw animation from one of the the, the premiere episode for season five. <laughs> it is incredibly. It's just good. It's, I don't know how else to say it besides go watch it and then laugh. Tremendously hard. Yeah, you've got an injured Rick. And then you're flying through a dimension and you see stuff that you're just like, wait a second. Oh, my favorite, good. my favorite one so far is I'm just going to ruin it. You guys are going to you know, go watch it. Yeah, I mean, no, just ruin it. It's it. fine. Just ruin it. So they're looking in the various dimensions and wherever they open with the pearl gun and Rick sees himself in morning. He goes, oh, my God, wait, are we like blade in that? That one. <laughs> yeah, and they're that, dressed up. That's sick blade. is tight. <laughs> and they've got freaking katanas just going at it. Uh, and then the the episode you think the trailer is ending with 
Morty finding a reason to live, which in any episode is is priceless. Yeah. But then that's not how it ends. No. It, it ends even better. <laughs> they land in the water. <laughs> and then Rick's like, where are we at? Where where are we? Rick's like, uh, Morty just said, we're in the ocean. He's like, what? We're in the ocean on Earth? <laughs> we got to go. We got to go right now. And then you find out why he had to leave, which is great. Um, but go ahead, watch that trailer. You can find it online and then add us with your response, your favorite piece of the trailer. There's like two minutes of it, and there's a lot to love. Yeah. So go ahead, hit us up on, uh, just hit us on the Twitter. Yep. At Galactic Dads. Let me know. Also, real quick, um, this reminds me of something that I'm always thinking of all the time and just always forget when we do the show. When I look at our stats for listeners for the podcast, there is someone in Ireland who's listening to us. Yeah, hit us up. Often. Would you do me a big favor, listener from Ireland? Will you hit me up on Twitter, at Galactic Dads? I want to say hi, and I want to ask you what some good beers and whiskeys are, because I know you probably have the inside scoop. Yeah, we'll send you a sticker, too. Oh, hell, I'll send you a sticker. I'll send you a T-shirt and a hat. Hell, yeah. <laughs> You'll pay for postage, though. I don't know what the international rates are right now. <laughs> And it'll probably be quarantined for the next 14 days on both sides. But we'll, good luck. <laughs> we'll, we'll ziplock it in a freezer bag. It'll be all right. But no, say hi. I really want to talk to you because that's awesome. Anyway, so back back to Angus. Tell us your favorite moment from the Rick and Morty Season 5 preview that we got. Should be good. Yeah. What, also, are, you, what are you excited about? Uh, we also got Archer Season 11, which he wakes up. <laughs> and, and it's Archer. So I Of mean, course. I'll go watch it again just because I'll watch Archer because I just enjoy him. Um, um, I just enjoy listening to H. John Benjamin. Yeah. If you showed me a picture of H. John Benjamin himself and then showed me a picture of Archer, I would tell you Archer was the real person because that's just how I know that voice now. Right. Even though he's in a ton of stuff, including Arby's commercials. And Burgers. And he's also the convenience store guy from Family Guy. Yep. He's in a ton of stuff. He's good, though. Uh, but the Hellstrom trailer came out. That looks good. Looks dark. That looks... I'm excited. Kind of actually legitimately scary. Hulu's doing that, um, which is great. And I'm not surprised that Hulu's taking it because Disney won't do anything that dark. I don't think Disney Plus is going to come out with anything that dark for a very long time. I'm okay um, with this. And yeah. And uh, eventually, I think Disney Plus will get to a point where they do a kid's setting versus everyone else just like kind of netflix does they've got a kid's true true and I'm, I'm hoping for it to come i was surprised it didn't kind of come when they did the all the x-men releases on it i was a little surprised by that but then i also re- Ooh, yeah there are a few scenes yeah like, like we won't see logan on disney plus oh no or deadpool. or deadpool not yet at least not yet but if we get an adult setting that'd be cool yep because there's a ton of content they can pull from 20th century fox mm-hmm. that's a deep library of cool stuff yep absolutely but yeah very excited about that and then something that kind of caught me off guard i wasn't surprised i wasn't um, expecting uh hbo has the lovecraft country and i didn't know what to expect from it and then the first trailer i saw from them was just super suspenseful the whole time yeah and the dude dropped in the well or doorway it doesn't, it doesn't whatever matter. it's dark it's dark and then the next trailer I saw, there was more stuff. And I, I feel like I watched the trailers backwards, but either way, I was like, I watched it. I'm still in. I'm in. 
I will watch this. Yeah, so, what, especially after The Outsider. Yeah. I need something to fill that gap that on my and, HBO lineup. And uh, was it Love, Lovecraft Country? Yep. Definitely looks like that's going to fill that niche for me. Yeah. It's going to be very, very good, I think. So very right. excited about that. Uh, here's the thing I was surprised by on uh, this kind of rolled out of uh, San Diego Comic-Con at home, but lines right up with TV, and that's The Boys. Season yeah. three he kind of is confirmed. Him. Confirmed, yep. Uh, so that's happening before season two even drops. So that that lets you know what kind of faith Amazon Prime has. It bodes well in, for in season two. Uh, it also just bodes well because I'm excited for season two anyway. Did you watch the trailer? <laughs> Which one? Well, the latest. Yes. It's great. I'm I'm loving the Homelander actually somehow is endearing and working his way into my heart. Yep. Somehow, I don't know why cuz he's just an evil piece of shit on the show. Um and I just I'm sorry. I I just love Billy. I just love the butcher. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. seeing Carl Urban on screen with with the accent and he's just like don't worry daddy's home and you're just like oh yes. All hell's going to break loose. Yep. I'm interested to see where the relationship between Huey and Starlight goes uh, because Starlight's clearly still a prominent member of the Seven uh, and seems like um, could be a lot of fallout after the events at the end of Season 1. So don't forget Freight Train's still alive, even though everything he knows. So lot to lot to sink our teeth into. Yeah, And that's probably just the first episode. Probably. They'll cover it. I can't wait. It's going to be good. I can't wait. When's that drop? That drops August 20. Is it August? I think it's I August. Or is it the end of July? Hang on real quick. We have the power of Google at our hands as we search for the drop date of the boys season two. We will let you know in just a second. All right. September 4th. So season one aired July 2019. Season two is pushed back September 4th. And that's according to Forbes.com. So I believe they'll put their money where their mouth is. That'll be good. That's still worth waiting. That's still worth it. I'm so excited. All right, but I think that is also going to cover up our TV TV shows. That's enough. Like there's a lot going on there. There's still more that we didn't cover. So if you guys want uh, any... Comic-Con news. Just let us know if there's something you specifically want our opinion on. Uh, you can ask it now on our AMA for Patreon uh, because we're pushing that to next week. But uh, you can go find it. It's all online. Uh, it's the most accessible Comic-Con that we've ever had because it's all online. Yeah. Everything. There's so much time, too. Um, let's see. What else do we have? We have, there was a few video games that I really want to wait till Eric and Justin are on to talk about the games because they're going to be way more exciting. Halo dropped, um, their trailer. Uh, there's a few other drops. So I want to make sure that they are on, um, to talk about that stuff. That is fine. We will push that till next week as well. Um, man, that's going to be a jam packed week. Episode 33 is going to be nuts by the way. So stick around for that which will drop next week. But that's okay, because guess what I want to talk about? I want to talk about these comic books real quick. So earlier in the show, I mentioned one of my favorite single-issue comics of the year so far, and that is definitely Batgirl number 47. 
Uh, so this book is huge because it is a direct tie-in to the Joker War storyline that's playing out in Batman, essentially the flagship title of DC right now. Does, and, does DC make other comics, or is it just? Batman? If you ask me, <laughs> yeah, it's just Batman. It's it's Batman and the core titles. I know there's many more, but yeah, it's been uh, everyone's so Batman heavy. So it is. I, even you know, Warner, like, you know, their parent companies, so Batman heavy. But still, the uh, you know what? We'll get back to that too. There are other books I'm actually reading. I'm, I feel like I'm not giving them their due, but I do have uh, some news to talk about on that front from DC. So don't worry about it. But before we move too far away from it, Background Number Forty Seven is a huge book. Uh, is the first in a two-part storyline uh, that involves essentially the Joker comes knocking at Barbara Gordon's apartment. And if you remember, about 32 years ago, in 1988, the last time Joker knocked on Barbara Gordon's door, ended up with her in a wheelchair uh, because he shot and paralyzed her. And that was just about what kicked off the psychological torment that occurred after, where Joker infamously, I should say, um, tried to break James Gordon's sanity. And he did so by torturing Barbara uh, just to get at him and try to break him. So uh, that event was so significant that Barbara Gordon stayed in a wheelchair in the comics all the way up until 2011. Now, it's not to say that she was helpless because she grew into an incredible character on her own named Oracle. Uh, Oracle was essentially Batman's hacker, and she was so successful, she started her own team, the Birds of Prey, and that book held its own for hundreds of issues. Uh, so Barbara Gordon's a strong character in her own right. So when Joker comes knocking in Batman number 47, she is more than ready for him. Uh, even though he controls the device, which helps her walk and plant it in her spine, uh, she makes perfectly clear she is nobody's victim and assaults her own spine with a sharp object to cripple herself and then still scares Joker beats his ass without the use of her legs. It is obvious that she is nobody's victim, especially after what happened to her in The Killing Joke, and she's a very strong character. And that really resonated with me as I read it. I was not expecting that issue to be that powerful. It's pretty crazy. In the end of the issue, Joker finishes by telling her she was the best Robin of all. That's strong. That's high praise from a man who's killed a Robin and is insane. So, yeah, Batgirl number 47, if you like a strong character moment, is definitely an issue of the year for me so far. I can learn to breathe better when I talk. Are you you struggling right now? I'm over here struggling. Shortness of breath? It's probably messing with the chest pain. Yeah. So, anyway, speaking of pains, Tom King. Everybody is probably familiar with him. By the way, he's writing Strange Adventures right now for DC. It's another book I read uh, featuring Adam Strange. However, the man has strong opinions. We talked, I think, very very briefly about him when he flamed Dean Cain for his uh, Superman comments or whatever. And yeah. Tom King popped off pretty quick, and it was hilarious. Uh, well, now he's back in Twitter news uh, because there is a pretty famous comic book artist named Jay Lee who did a cover 
for a book that was associated with the Comicsgate movement. Now, before everyone gets upset, we're not going to really talk about Comicsgate. Like, that's a whole other deep, deep subject that, honestly, I don't want to touch with 10-foot pole. Uh, pro, anti, indifferent, whatever. But uh, Jay Lee did a cover for a book through Dynamite that was associated with Comicsgate and instantly got dumped on by Tom King. Uh, the book that he did a cover for, I don't recall at the moment, but Tom King was mad or deeply disappointed, according to his own tweet in DC, that DC hired Jay Lee to do a variant cover for his Rorschach book that's coming out later this year. So, which by the way, that sounds kind of cool. Like a new Rorschach book, like who's it going to be? Is it going to be Walter Kovacs? Is it going to be the new Rorschach that we met in Doomsday Clock? Like who, who is it? I was going to say, is there going to be enough content to make another Watchmen series? Oh, man. No, <laughs> no, there's not enough content for that. Uh, this will probably be a nice, good character study of yeah. the character, which Tom King's really good at doing uh, with his Mr. Miracle series, uh, with the Visions back over at Marvel, and currently in Strange Adventures. So I'm looking for this to be a very introspective kind of story. But either way, he was deeply, deeply disappointed at DC, and then Twitter went all kinds of crazy. Uh, the story went up on Bleeding Cool, of course. And uh, at the end of the day... Tom King ended up taking his tweet down and apologizing personally to Jay Lee because uh, I don't know if everyone has ever thought of this yet. Not everybody spends all day on Twitter. Some people barely know it exists. So when they take a paying gig, like say you're a cover artist and somebody says, Hey, do a cover for our book. You go. Yeah. Okay. Check clears. Here's the art. Boom. There you go and aren't even aware of the controversy until somebody at work goes, hey, you're kind of blown up online. So as soon as they realize that there's no real affiliation, no support for hate groups or whatever, supposedly, then everybody just kind of calms down, cooler heads prevail, and no one really cares anymore. So last week's news, Tom King said sorry. Jay Lee still probably doesn't care. Makes sense. Right. That sounds like a good artist. He is good. His stuff is super awesome. And then, let's see. I think that was really it. Yeah, I mean, I, there's uh, the rise of, uh, not sorry, the High Republic uh, comics and book is coming out. Uh, Justina Ireland, Justina Ireland, sorry, excuse me, is coming out with the first book. It's supposed to, uh, like I said before, High Republic is 200 years before the Skywalker saga began. So we'll see brand new characters. Very excited. We'll see how it all plays out. I'm excited for new characters. I really am. Yeah, I mean, somewhere that they've never explored before outside of Legends. And, well, just for everyone out there again, Legends isn't real. So, um, yep, that's it right there from just me. Just no, it's not canon, so sorry. Just That's it for you. Huh? I can't forget about them either, but at the same time, they're not canon, so it, you can't run with them anymore. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right, well, that will do it for comic book news, and that takes us into a lot of people's more favorite aspect of the show, and let me tell you real quick, that is dad jokes, so get ready for the jokes that'll make you laugh, even though you don't think they will. Boy, do you want to start? Or you want me to <laughs> no, start? no, you already, like, you got it. 
Uh, As dad putting the car in reverse. This takes me back. (laughs) Any dad somewhere where there's a great view. Boy, you just can't get views like this at home. Was that a joke or? Yes, (laughs) it's a joke every time you see it. Um, I don't even know where to go from there. Just anywhere. Oh, man. These are rough tonight. I got one. Here you go. Go ahead. I entered my son's room and said, Remember, son, masturbating can make you go blind. He replied, Dad, I'm over here. There it is. Host at a restaurant. Do you have reservations? Dad. Yeah, but I think we'll we'll eat here. <laughs> Last Thursday, my wife was moping around the house, and I said, Honey, if you think Thursdays are sad, just wait two more days. She said, Why? Because it'll be a Saturday. Mm. I love my furniture. My recliner and I go way back. <laughs> I bought my friend an elephant for his room. He said, thanks. I said, don't mention it. Why can't two elephants go swimming? I don't know. They only have two trunks. or A pair of trunks. I'm sorry. I messed it up. Oh, They only have one pair of trunks. That's, that's pretty good, though. My mistake. Uh, Three I'll, guys walked into a bar. You'd think one of them would see it. I wonder what my parents did to fight boredom before the internet. I asked my 18 brothers and sisters, and they didn't know either. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Wife to husband. I'm pregnant. Husband to wife. Hi, pregnant. I'm dad. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a dog that does magic? A labracadabrador. Follow up to that last joke. Wife. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) There's something I don't like about do not touch signs. I just can't put my finger on it. Are you feeling cold? Go sit in the corner. It's 90 degrees. I enjoyed your angle on that joke. Oh, there you go. I won the most secretive guy award in our office today. I can't tell you how much this award means to me. I think I've done this one before, but I still like it. Uh, you know Ryan's belt? Big waste of space, huh? <laughs> Didn't like that joke? That's okay. Only got three stars. <laughs> I don't care. That's a multi-layered joke. Yeah. I dig it. Still like it. I don't I care. I dig it. Uh, I know. Some of these we've done before. I just like them anyway. My wife said, why don't you write a book instead of your stupid wordplay jokes? I said, that's a novel idea. <laughs> I lost 25% per- of my roof last night. Oof. My wife threatened to leave me because of my obsession with optical illusions. I said, wait, this isn't what you think it is. Oh, no. 
Speaking of my wife. Oh, no. She's like a newspaper. Every day there's a new issue. Man. If you have to go, oh, man, before you do it, just do it. No, no, no. I was doing all <laughs> man for you. <laughs> Issues. You know, they say childbirth is the most painful thing someone can experience. Now, maybe I was too young to remember, but I don't think it hurt that much. Jeez. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Penguin walks into an airport. The TSA officer stops him and says, Sorry, pal. Penguins can't fly. Oh, that's inappropriate. Can't do that. Sorry. I, I love the, the ones you're saying no to. Maybe we just go at, no, never mind. Yeah, never mind. No. If you're saying no, never mind. No. I was kidnapped by a gang of mimes. They threatened to do unspeakable things. I have an L-shaped couch. It's lowercase. <laughs> How do you make that? Here's a good one. <laughs> I just had my photo taken with R.E.M., that's me in the corner. Oh my gosh! Ah, uh, so <laughs> where are you looking at these? At? It's rough. So uh, I don't have a girlfriend. I just know a girl who'd be really mad if she heard me say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a dad joke, but <laughs> no, that's great. A hey, warning. There's an email going around offering processed pork, gelatin, and salt in a can. If you get this email, do not open. It's spam. All right, this is my last one. You can go another one if you want to. This is my last one. You'd have to be really low to pickpocket a midget. <laughs> no, that's that's it. We're that is dad jokes, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was terrible. All right, thank you for having the, being brave enough to do it. I can't believe you sank that low to make that joke. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, that is us wrapping it up today. Uh, we is, well, man, we're still coming in at just under an hour. We did good. Not bad. We're very, very efficient tonight. Not bad at all. But anyway, uh, same thing we do every episode, as we mentioned earlier. If you are a Patreon subscriber and you pledge at the producer level, we mention you on the show every single episode. Uh, And so tonight will be no different. We are going to go ahead and start off with our first producer level Patreon member. And that is Keith Jefferson. Keith is our original Patreon subscriber and is also a self-described geeky dad in his own right. Uh, we appreciate Keith. I hope he keeps doing what he does, which, by the way, is a little bit of cosplay. So I'll be really excited when the cons strike back up to see those photos. So Keith Jefferson, big shout-out. Thanks for support. And our next Patreon uh, producer-level supporter, uh, Special K. Great dad, geeky dad, great bowling partner, 
He whipped my ass at golf the other day, so, you know, he's a good guy. He also has great AMA questions, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope so. They're real um, good. Uh, but, yeah, uh, thank you very much for all your support, Special K. And next, that brings up the very special TK31788 of the 501st. TK himself is an excellent father who drives a super sweet Subaru that I love. Also, he will tell you as a big Lego fan that Brickin ain't easy. We appreciate TK for all of his support and the cool Star Wars cosplay photos. He loves those Legos so much. He does. They are his children. They are. (laughs) And uh, he will also tell you about some real nice wineries in Herman, Missouri he just visited with his wife. So ask him about those, and we will tell him that we appreciate his support as he fact-checks the show for me. So thank you very much, TK. Here is your applause. You know, we might not have a whole lot of fact-checking for him to do this week, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to what he finds. Um, I'm almost not, because that just <laughs> means I'm like, I thought I was right, and he's like, no, yeah. no, you weren't. Um, and then our last Patreon supporter at the producer level, uh, thank you very much, Rob. That is it right there. <laughs> no, That's it? No, he's a great guy. Um, he, he loves board games, loves everything geek, uh, and um, we really appreciate your support. We definitely appreciate Rob as he is our latest producer level patron. So big shout out, buddy. We appreciate you. All right. And that will do it for this show today. But listen, as we finish these beers and say cheers, we thank you all for listening. Uh, Please again, remember to like rate review and share no matter where you're listening to us. Check us out on that patreon.com slash galactic dads for those sweet bonus exclusive episodes and the other uh, merch and everything else that we talk about Uh, that you can get your hands on that super sweet sticker that everybody wants and needs to see on your car and elsewhere. So till next episode, we thank you for listening and keep on doing the dad thing.